All right, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Fed Show. Today in studio, we have Slug D-Lo. Gangers! One, uh, Slug? Live! <laughs> You Dude, that's one of the about. coolest things. Like at, a, at one of your shows, like when that starts popping off, and it's like in the in the crowd response, and everyone's interacting. Pull the mic a little bit closer. Gotcha, gang. Gotcha. And uh, I mean, because a lot of people try to engage with the crowd. Yes, sir. And then it's like, uh, y'all get y'all's hands up, and everybody's just kind of like a high school dance, or they're just or middle school dance, where they're just kind of standing out there, like I kind of want to look cool right now. Facts, facts, bro. Yeah, that's that's what it's all about, too, gang. Like. I was talking to a couple of my brothers and shit, bro, and they're like, you do so much moving around and shit, bro. You need to, like, you need to, like, bring in uh, your image with the music and shit, bro. So I was like, well, what do you mean? Well, you always calling us slugs and shit, bro. Start calling the fans slugs. And I was like, ah, bro, I don't fuck with that. And then fucking one day I was just on stage and I was like, hey, man, when I say slug, y'all say life because we slugs in this bitch. And, bro, they just loved it. And it fucking started rolling. I mean, that's that's one of those. It's one of those organic things. Someone suggested Gaggers. it, and you you're just like, mm, I don't know. Yo, know I me, mean, bro. But Shout dude, out to Chris. So, some of that shit, it just works. Facts, and facts. like, especially when someone can feel like they resonate with something. On me. And it's like, oh, this is how I can support him in this moment. You know where I think it kind of uh, came from too? Fucking Tupac always screaming out "Thug Life," and then you know the slug thug. They kind of have a rhyme yep. essence with it, so it kind of. Brought a feel to the people already. Bro, don't tell nobody that they're subconsciously supporting Tupac at the you, same time. You're right, you're right. Shh. His album sells already up. We need to get ours up, gang. <laughs> Fucking me. <laughs> <laughs> his, his album sells are up and someone's getting the profit off of that. Not yeah, sure. thanks. Yeah. I don't know if it's his family. You better pray it is. I, yeah, I wonder how that... I need. Well, I did see that Tupac... Or not Tupac. Um, Fucking Snoop Dogg got uh, most of the shit from Death Row, so... Oh, yeah, because he's got, like, the, Mm -hmm. they did that crossover where he owns that, and then he did that uh, Crooks and Castles brand. He started making all that Death Row stuff. I want one of those chains, though. Those chains are hard, bro. That shit is ice, bro. bro. I was like, oh. That shit is ice, fool. Do you watch, oh, my father didn't even cut you out. You watch Colorado Bus football? Uh, huh? Colorado uh, Bus football, Deion Sanders? Uh Uh-uh. Well, I mean, I watched the ga- I watched some of the games, but like, is it a show or what? Nah, nah, nah. It's a game, but oh. shit, the way primetime do it, it's like a show. You know how oh, primetime yeah. move. But fucking Snoop Dogg just gifted him a whole bunch of death row fucking uh, scarves and everything. The whole team. Yeah, I want to see. I got some scarves, bro. I got some drift. coming in the mail. I ordered some the other Put day. Put that drift on, Rob. Put that <laughs> drift on, gang. T- today I'm rocking the Bobby Boucher jersey because it's Saturday and college football and all that jazz. Oui. But okay, so like we this. Our formal introduction, I don't think, ever really happened. No. I think we just... Because Dank was like, we're going to do a show at the Post. And it was like an afternoon show. It was like one of those all-day... I, I think uh, no, uh, Noise, Noise Rock put it on. Yep. And I was like, yeah, I'll pull up. Uh, I was pretty drunk, of course. Gangers. And, but y'all, y'all were supposed to go on at like 2 or 2.30. Hell yeah, And y'all bro. went on at like four damn near five o'clock dog they kept pushing shit back and i didn't even i was still a rookie in the game so i wasn't trying to ask too many questions yeah. but i was like man y'all said that dude that's but that's no, uh, the, yeah no oh god most, bro. most shows like that they're like oh you're gonna go on at this time and yeah. it's usually an hour and a half later Facts. or 30 minutes earlier Facts, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like oh well uh one of our other oh, someone someone didn't show up so yep. we have to push dropouts or, oh, we're going to get this one guy up there for two songs, so we're going to push your set back just a little bit. And I mean, that's cool, but it's it, it really just, like, for up-and-comers, like, hey, be ready to just be there. 
Facts, bro. Like you're facts. Not, you're, your set time, show's supposed to start at 7. It's probably going to start at 9. Um, on my mom's because you got to think too they're waiting about they're waiting for the crowd to show up bro yeah. and then a lot of people what i've seen that headline for a lot of the smaller shows and stuff that we went through a lot of people that are headlining aren't really around in the yeah. beginning of the show so the people that are there for them aren't around either yeah, so. they show up like an hour before 10 yeah bro so the vibes aren't all the way there yet until yeah. the headliner gets there you know what i'm saying and so. I, I never knew that was really I mean, I guess it's always been a thing. Yeah. But it doesn't it I never it never resonated with me early on because I was I was I went to the show and I paid for the ticket. So I'm gonna I'm gonna try to watch as many people as exactly, I can see. Exactly, exactly. Enjoy your you pay this your hard earned money. You might Bro, as well enjoy it. I'm not gonna name the show, but I was at one of your shows and when your set was over, the room kinda cleared. Like there's I've been to a couple of your sets, like two or three now. And there was one particular, I don't want to name it because I don't want to call anybody out or anything, <laughs> but it was just like, oh, yeah, so, oh, those, those like, 20 people were all here for D-Lo? I was like, okay, okay. Yeah, we're trying to bring a movement, I, But you do. Like, when you, you bring an entourage, when you walk in the building, I was like, oh, all right. Because that's, I mean, I appreciate that. a lot of people don't have, um, they don't have the support like that. Yeah, because a lot a lot of people are like you got your homeboys that are repost something on Instagram and then they will never show up to a show. Actual factuals, bro. And and it's not that they don't support you, but it's just like man, I don't I can't make that show. But when you have six shows and they don't come to none of them, you know who your real people are. But then uh, there's other people that just don't like being in rooms with a lot of people, and that's true too. And it's it's kind of just you got to get the support wherever you can get it from. And anyone who's down to show up for a show, anyone who watches this podcast, I'm like I thank you because. You took your time, or you well for to go see you. They took their their hard earned money, bought a ticket, showed up at a show, and and they took their time to watch Stay Fed. You yeah, know what and, I'm saying? It's, at times, dude, like if like the one, one of the last podcasts has is doing is like at the, in the nineties on views on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. And those are solid numbers for Thanks. me and a dude I used to work with. Bro, like, you gotta think that's ninety people taking the time to view you. Yeah, and that's and that's why I'm like, bro, I don't know what we talked about that resonated. I need to go back and rewatch it again. <laughs> Start bring some of that like, energy. Hey, what? what <laughs> because I felt like I was off that day. <laughs> <laughs> bro, don't you? It's crazy, bro. Like, I don't know if it's just like as an artist thing or like who anybody that creates anything it doesn't have to just be music. It feels like those days when you don't like it are the days where it hits for yeah, other Yeah, where someone else is like, oh, yeah, that was great. Yeah, bro. And I think it's crazy. I, I had a conversation yesterday about um, about being real, about being real to your fullest extent so it's not like you're... Because I, I don't pretend or act on here. The stuff I talk about is yeah. really the shit I'm going through. Respect. But at the same time, like you have to laugh about some of this shit because if you don't... You don't go crazy. You, you can you get real negative real quick. On me, it's a but, straight fact, bro. Straight fact. But yeah, so back back to us us unofficially meeting. I think the the post show happened, and then I was at uh, what was the big show that we did? It, they all did it tulips. That was uh, uh the fucking. Uh, uh, not gonna lie to you, I'm terrible at names. But that was like Nino So Supreme was there. Yeah, um, that was the biggest show I think. We were yeah we were in the back we were in the green room 
Yeah, I got crossfaded. Me and Dennis got real just fucked up that night. Just walking in. <laughs> yeah, dude. That was like, here's the blunt. And I was like, no, nah, man, I just hit it. They're like, no, that's the one that's going the other way. <laughs> I, like, I ain't never been in a fucking rap rotation like that, brother. There's so goddamn many bleezies going around, fam. It was crazy, dude. Facts. Dennis was gone. Uh, we were supposed to go to Nickel, and it just didn't pan out for everyone to make it there. And Dennis is like, bro, we ended up at Waterburger. I thought you were going to meet us. And I was like, we were just to meet at the other bar. <laughs> but... It, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was an awesome night. Hell but yeah, that bro! Bumping shoulders—that's what the fuck that was. Yes, bumping shoulders. Yes, bro. And that was My that apologies. was that, that show was that was probably like one for the ages. Like it. Yeah, was, I'm never gonna forget that show, bro. That yeah. was like a rock show. And see, that's what I mean by the energy too. Even like, even though the headliner might have came a little later or whatever, but everybody was there and they were in tune. No, for no, everybody. he was there. He, I was talking oh, to him. Shit, I, I was see talking you, to him the very because I got there. Shouts out, Nina. I got there stupid early because I was because I was supposed to meet. Uh, I was supposed to meet up with Dennis and yeah. go grab food before. Okay. Well, everything got kind of thrown off, so we showed up. I just went straight to the venue, and I was there at like doors open. And Tropicana's like, oh, get you a, a bracelet so you can go in the green room. I was like, dope. Gangers. <laughs> Shouts out, Trump. You know what and I'm I was like, and then from, because the, uh, Nino was there like super early. Like they were doing, he was doing some photo stuff and they hey. were backstage and we were hanging out. And I was, I didn't know who that dude was. Hey. And then I was like, oh, okay. This is completely not the vibe that I, and then did, Tree, did Treehouse Cabaret play that day too? Yes, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. it was it was just a it was like an all star lineup. Like it was, and everyone came out and showed support, and it was it was a badass show. And that's how it's supposed to be, bro. Like I didn't I didn't even know Nino was there that early, bro. I didn't mm -hmm. go to the green room till after the show. When when it's showtime, bro, I get in the zone. I don't smoke. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm fucking eyes on the prize, baby. Yeah, but that's how it's supposed to be. I've, though. I've seen artists like. With different rituals, some are like, yeah. some are like, I'm about to get as toasted as possible, and they can go up and perform. And then other artists are like, Nah, I try to keep it, See, try to keep it. What uh, happened, bro? At Tulips, our very first show that we all did together, I was nervous as fuck, bro. And I had been doing little shows or whatever, but like this was my first time representing for Faux Stepco, so I wanted to, yeah. you know, go out. So I was nervous as fuck, bro. Ended up doing too much narcotics, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, I was fucked up, and I fucked up on my first song. I started screaming into the mic. I don't know if you remember or not, but I'll never forget that goddamn memory, bro. Like that sleeps with me. It haunts me, dog. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's one of. The, I mean, you got to kind of learn because uh, I know yeah. dudes that they're like two shots. And that's when I'm that's when I'm clear. That's when I'm ready to go. And then oh, there's God. other dudes that are like, man, I'll take a couple hits, and then I'll do one beer, and then I'm ready to go. On me. And then, like, I ain't gonna lie, Brewed Up Joe is one of those dudes. Like, bro, he can sip. Bro. I, but I, but the thing is, like, I I've drank with him multiple occasions, and I'm just like, I'm over here, I'm over here alcoholic. And I'm just out drinking, like, I'm trying to get to the bottom of the glass. The next yeah. one, the next one, the next one. <laughs> and Joe would be like, bro, you got to chill out, man. We plan on hanging out for a while. And nah, like, see, we sipping, gang. We sipping. And Brudo Joe is the drinker of drinkers because he will sip. And then, like, he don't he don't lie about it either. Like, when he does his little, uh, they do, a, like, a sip tasting they do on Sundays. I don't know. Oh, that's dope. Him and some of his buddies. But they got all these different beers. But he's like, I'm not drinking the whole beer. Like, I'm just, like, sampling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like a wine. Yeah, it's like 16 and 18% beers. It's like, nah, man, you could have been. And I would have been over here like, give me another bottle. But Hell no, nah, bro. 
I am not a heavy drinker. I can probably do a, a Modelo, maybe a shot of Hennessy, and I'm done. <laughs> I'm done, Ski. That's, that's it. That's all I need. Yeah, guys. bro, I'm weak as hell when it comes to the drinking game. All right, so let's get into the music, man. How how long have you been in? How, have you been doing music? So you want the breakdown? Breakdown? Yeah. Breakdown, all right, breakdown. All right. So shout out my brother Jamal, bro. I was never. I always hated music. I did not even like. Yeah, bro. A lot of people think I'm weird as fuck for this. I didn't start liking music till I was like 14. Okay. And I was always into poetry, bro. I loved Ed- Edgar Allan Poe, bro. I was a dark, depressed child. Yes. <laughs> but uh, my brother Jamal, he was my real brother, but he ended up moving in with us for a while. He took my journal, bro, and he was reading this shit, and he was like, bro, you rap? I was like, nah, bro, that shit's personal. <laughs> and he was like, nah, bro, you rap? I've been reading this shit, and I was like, it's poetry, bro. He was like, if you can write, you can rap. If you can rap, you can write a book. And then he was like, man, you need to take this shit serious. And he was already doing his thing, bro. So he gave me the breakdown of four by four bars and shit. And we started freestyling. Started, came up with freestyle pros around like my senior year in high school. And then that's when I started getting a little bit of traction. So I was like, fuck it. Then my nigga got locked up, bro. And then the last thing he told me was like, hey, bro, you got it in you. He's like, I don't know what it is, bro, but you got it. Don't stop. When I get out, we're going to get back to it. And, you know, and I just been running with it ever since. Yeah. On me. I mean, yeah, dude, I, I can write poetry, but like, it, it's dark, and it uh, talks about stuff that nobody wants to hear. I love so. that type of poetry, bro. It's real life for me, bro. Like, a lot of people try to hide their emotions, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Don't hide this shit. Embrace it. Show show other people. Dude, a lot of it is because you get a lot more respect when you're real with people, and but I do think that sometimes people get caught up in the image they're trying to portray. Yep. Like, they want to... They want to put themselves out there so that other people will accept them. Exactly. But the easiest way to get acceptance is be who you really are. Yeah, you got to accept yourself first, bro. And you got to love yourself. There's some people Facts. that like wake up in the like, dude. I was, <clears throat> I was in a. I've been through a lot of points in my life where I was like, what am I doing? And Amen. then I would just never. Or just oh, I'm just keep doing it. I but, feel that. But okay. after uh, after a DWI, after being in jail, after working with an attorney and working my way through this and everything, I feel a lot better about my outlook on life. Facts. I feel like I'm not gonna go back to drinking. Hell like yeah. it's 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 a comment that comes up like, oh, so you won't? Shout out to Elton. Elton's like, so if I get married, you ain't gonna take a shot at my wedding. And in the moment, I was like, I oh, mean, get married first. We'll talk about it. But, <laughs> but like in this moment, as I like, man, I've been in AA classes, all this stuff, and it's just like. There's no reason to go back. Actual factual. Like there was too there was too much money involved spending on it. There was too much money involved getting in trouble from it. And it's just like, ah, I'm done. And then once you put in all that hard work, bro, why restart the process? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like you you did it already, gang. Right, you already know we're about to end up again. You know what I'm so. saying? So shout out your boy telling you're gonna take a shot of water when you get married, gang. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh we oh we went to back oh so how how did the how did the Fostepcos thing happen? When did you start working with Fo? Um, it was around like six years ago. I made my first song with him. It's called Rain. He I wasn't taking music a hundred percent serious. I thought I was, but I wasn't. And he was trying to like pull me in to the side and like give me the gang. But I was still I was like eighteen, seventeen. I'm like man, yeah. fuck that shit. They don't do what I do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then boom, I was just running around, bro. But around three years ago. I started coming back to him, and he was like, man, where the fuck you been at? And I was like, stupid shit. And he's like, well, come on, let's go get to the work. And I was like, all right. But I still wasn't taking it serious, bro, until uh, my mixtape made it back home because I finally felt like I was in that place of 
back to my old self of where I came from and getting to my element and back at ground and shit. And he was seeing the work process and everything I was doing. He was like, all right, bro, time to bring you into camp. I see you with it now. And yeah. We just been rocking. That's my brother. Yeah. I mean, that's the, like listening to him talk and then I see his Instagram posts and then like from all four Instagram pages that he has. Gang. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with having four accounts. I just don't want to run four accounts. That shit's a headache, bro. I don't like running, too. I don't like running. I don't like running. Like, because when I want to be positive, I go on the podcast one. I'll post some positive stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then I go on my normal account, my personal one, and I'm going to post some bullshit, talking shit, memes, stuff like that. But, I I mean, it's a good, like, uh, good uh, good side, dark side kind of thing. Actual factuals. Like, okay, I know I know, I need to be in my positive vibe here. But over here, I can be my normal self that lasts a little humor. reckless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, facts, bro. Nah, that's, that's a real business move, bro. Anybody that can run your own shit without a management team, and I mean, like, a legitimate management team like how you're doing over here, bro, y'all niggas bosses to me. Uh, dude, like, honestly, like, coming out with merch and stuff, like, mm-hmm. it's just random, like, oh, I got, I got some money? All right, I'm going to go get some buttons made. Oh, I got some money? Uh, let me look at some hats. I and chopping around and then I ain't gonna lie like finding <coughs> finding hats for cheap mm-hmm. and then be like oh these hats are four dollars and the embroidery costs this much I can get this many hats made and gang be, yeah and, preach and that's what like I because I haven't ran merch to try to sell it yeah yeah because honestly with two hundred something subscribers on Instagram and a hundred uh, uh ninety views on a good video it's like. Are people going to buy this? Should I really invest in... I, I, it's always good to invest in... Me, personally, it's always good to invest in yourself, even if you only have one supporter. That's one supporter that can wear the merch. So wherever yeah. he goes, there's eyes seeing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get compliments on some of the shit that foe make or some of the shit that uh, he'll help me make. I'll wear that bitch and like, oh, where can I get that? Like, yeah. That's one of the things about Foe that a lot of the other dudes don't do is he does the one-on-ones. Mm-hmm. Because then it's like, oh, man, it's what is that? Oh, it's for Stepco. Like, it's it's the brand. Oh, where can I get that? Oh, the Instagram. Go to the Gang. go to the website, streetwear. Gang. And then he has all these random one-of-ones. Like, sometimes I'll be like, man, I like that jacket. I don't know, man. I don't know. Hold on. I'm, let, me, let me get my money right. And then it's gone. And it's, it's see that's the beautiful thing about the one on ones though, bro. It's one of one, but it's never one on one. That first custom fit is one on one. But if you want that bitch, if you truly want it and you willing to get it right now, he'll go get that bitch your size. Yeah. Oh God, bro. Oh God. Man. But the one on one makes it more special. It makes you want to get it because like, oh God, I gotta. Yeah. It's a hustle move. Yeah, I mean, and it works Facts. because the one on ones they they pop one by one. They'll just start. Mm-hmm. Or then if like if you go to a Stepco show, I ain't never seen nobody put out merch like that. Gangers. Like, he pulls up with the Z rack with the stuff on hangers. Got two tables going. Yes, sir. Got hats going. Got t shirts. Got hoodies. Got Real stickers. runway shit. Like. <laughs> It's it's a brand. Yes, it's sir. a lifestyle. Yes, like, sir. No one's ever shouted me out on a sticker on my car or anything except for the Fo Stepco sticker. I'm telling you. I park my car and this guy this guy walks by. Fo's up. Oh God, bro! I'm telling you. <laughs> and I was like, uh, and then <clears throat> the girl I was with at the time was like, "What did he say?" I was like, "He's Fo's up." <laughs> and, and she's like, "What does that mean?" I was like, "Uh." It's too much to explain. Right now. <laughs> the terminology on this shit. And it's just, it's just like uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll, yeah. we'll talk about it later. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, but that one, that Infinity Four. Oh man, that's bro. Hard. I love that one. You're talking about the one like the, that, the four and the flip four. Yes, it's like, bro. It's like a squared eight yeah. oblong at the angle. I was like, damn, that shit's hard. 
Bro, that nigga's a genius, bro. Like, the way he creates his shit. And I've sat up with him. He gets ideas. And it's kind of like me, too. But, like, oh, I just take so much inspiration from this nigga, bro. But uh, he gets ideas from taking a shit. Like, literally, bro. He can be on the toilet using a restroom. <laughs> oh, man, I got to make this piece, bro. Like, I've seen it in action, dog. Like, he's a genius, bro. Like, oh, God, it's some Einstein shit. <laughs> yeah. No cap. All right, man. So, let's talk about uh, Soul Food. We eating good, baby. So that drops on the twenty seventh. What's the twenty seventh? Is that a Friday or a Wednesday? Monday. It's a Monday. So okay. I, I'm gonna give y'all a tape for the Monday blues because you know I believe Thanksgiving's on the twenty third. I could be wrong. Yeah, to come gonna, at me. We're gonna be all like overweight oh, and like God, stuffed. Coming back on Monday, going You're back to work. You gonna force feed us soul food? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's your seconds. It's your seconds. Oh God, come back for seconds, baby. We cooking. <laughs> All right, man. Yes, sir. So, how many songs are on the mixtape? Seven songs, two bonus tracks, and the bonus tracks already dropped. Death receipts and just for fun. Okay, you basically dropping an album, bro. Gangers, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and everything's perfectly in tune, bro. Like my last mix, not the one with Fo, um, Broken Matches. We put that shit together, but uh, made it back home. That shit was kind of like a whole bunch of random beats put together. Like I said, I was still getting my shit together, but I was working. This one, everything's yeah. in sync. Like, when y'all hear the songs, y'all are going to be like, oh, this nigga's rapping, rapping. Yeah, that's yeah. what's up, man. I like to see the growth. And then I like to see, like, you talk, like, when you say everything's in sync. Because, I mean, I'm not I'm not knocking anybody because everybody's at different points. Yeah, yeah. But when you listen to certain tracks, like, when people drop singles, there's a reason people drop singles. Now, in the streaming age, you drop a single because if you drop an album or a full-blown project, yes, sir. you can't do that every three to six months Facts. like back in the day little wayne would drop a mixtape every two weeks oh god bro and but he'd be rapping on other people's beats and that's why they were mixtapes but you can't get none of that on streaming platforms nah now. you ain't gonna get no bread bro no and, bread and then and nowadays you're sitting here looking at oh man dude how many rappers do we know just in fort worth i would say i could name 20 off the top of my head and then you got to think those are just the ones we know there's got to be there's got to be another 50 dudes in each side of town that are working on their craft. Dudes in Arlington, Facts. dudes in Dallas. Dude, there's 6 million people in DFW. Oh, God, bro. And then when I, when I look at, I'm like, I got 100 people to watch my podcast. And then I think there's 6 million people within 100 miles of me. How do I reach 6 million people? And that, That's the thing, too, gang. Like, are these people in tune to what's going around with their city or are they looking outside their city i'm gonna tell you right now they're not looking in the city because i, know. <laughs> cause I was uh dude when i was when i was with my kid's mom 14 years dude i wasn't even listening to anything close to what i listen to now Same. i was it was just one of those things like i listened to music that was on the radio that was suggested on playlists and whatever popped up next on yeah like pandora or spotify or whatever facts, facts. And that's what I listened to. Whatever those people said was cool is what I was like, oh, yeah, I like this. Yeah, oh, God, bro. Whatever's just getting <laughs> thrown in the loop, dog. It's like, fuck it, we here. And the thing is, like, there's money behind that music. There's mm -hmm. people, I mean, most of those artists are signed. If they're independent, if they are independent, they're putting massive money behind. Facts. Because it's not, uh, you can't pay to get on the playlist that 
you, you can't pay a curator to put your music on a playlist like that you already have to have a following yeah. you already have to have some streams the algorithm has to be there yeah if they see the algorithms already like working in your favor they're like okay i'll take a look at this now yeah bro i'll risk you know yeah. what i'm saying but if you if not they're the curator's like well I, he has no traction he's not doing anything he hasn't put anything out and that's why it's, that's why, and that's that's the singles game that's why you put out singles mm-hmm because you need something to pop and and that's literally been the game plan this year bro like uh this from from the start of january we were really supposed to drop 44 singles leading up into a tape at the end of the year but uh had my third child shit didn't go you know exactly how you plan it so i just had to start doing things a different way before it was like no matter what you need to at least try to drop a single to two singles a month so that was the game plan, bro. And at first, the shit wasn't working. I was like, what the fuck does this nigga got me doing, bro? Yeah. And then I just slowly started seeing the views starting to go up, more yeah. bookings starting to go up. And I was like, okay, there's a formula behind this shit. Yeah. So I just kept doing it. And then when it got to the point where if you're getting like fucking 20, 30 reposts on each song that you're dropping every uh, month or so, mm-hmm. okay, now we can drop a tape. You have 30 consistent people that are willing to push this up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, folks. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going well, to I mean, listen. And, and, and I mean, there's different methods that people, different people use. There's more, way more expensive methods. Yeah. And, and the thing, the other thing is uh, like now, dude, there's, there's streaming farms. There's people out there. They, they can get you to, 30,000 30,000 listeners 30,000 month listeners but they're all from fucking phones yeah bro and, oh god it's that and, internet shit and that internet shit don't help you actually grow facts who's and liking it exactly they're listening but who's liking it yeah. who's singing that shit back exactly you know and that's one of those things that it's like it's so hard to try to find that because you, you want to work with good promotions and you want to work with good people that can do advertising and marketing actual factuals but where do you where do you get those how do you find those people and the trustworthy ones at that bro. yeah and then then they expect money yeah <laughs> they, oh they god try, bro. they're trying to get paid just like you are you're facts, trying to get facts. paid it's <laughs> a, and it's an understanding too bro but like i i have a big problem with the streaming like i don't give a fuck if it takes me three to 20 years to get famous or whatever the fuck you want to call it get to a point where i can quit my job and make money off music alone pay my bills I don't want to fucking go through a streaming distribution or have like a partner that can help boost the streams, bro. Cause I'm all about the rawness. And like I said, I never really wanted this shit in the get go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm making music for people that truly love music at this point. So yeah. if you don't love it, then what's the point of making it? Yeah. And that's uh, like, I, I had the conversation about doing, about doing the podcast. I told, um, I don't know if I ever said this on camera, but I had a conversation with a guy and he was like, you can't do it cause you're trying to make money. You got to do it cause you want to do it. Yeah. And that's true. Facts, facts. But it would be really cool to make money to with be it. talking about shaving my balls, getting manscaped, <laughs> <laughs> and, and getting paid to do that. You know what I'm saying, gay? Like it's and it does make uh, it it would help the process. No cap. <laughs> because it's like, bro, I want to be sponsored. Like somebody said, like I I, I had to shout out. Um, your mama likes me on Instagram. Yeah, that's a dope name. I I literally was just going through reels and he posted something that i thought was funny so i reposted it yeah and then i followed him and then he posted the decals and i got one on my car but he's hey. i was like he goes would anybody put one of these on their car i was like hell yeah bro i'd rock that on my car 
And he's like, do you live in L.A.? I was like, nah, bro, I live in Fort Worth, Texas. He's like, give me your address. I'll ship it to you. Gang. And I was like, all right, bro. And he was like, uh, he goes, I'll send you a couple extra, and I'll send you some merch, too. And I was like, uh, and he didn't say nothing about the podcast. This was my personal page. So he don't even know I'm going to shout him out. And I got to sh- I'm gonna wear the shirt on uh, my next one of my next episodes. Okay. But it's just like, dude, like he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to go out of his way. And I ain't gonna lie, Foe does stuff like that too. No lie. Because uh, uh, Mandy, uh, Mandy writes magic. She uh, she hangs. I mean, I don't. She has. There's like a little group of people, but she's over there by the post. I think she was at a show at the post. Okay. And uh, and Foe was like, Hey, do you want a hoodie? And she's like. What, me she's he's like yeah he like he saw her looking at him he's like i got you and he just gave her a hoodie and then she said like later on we were talking one day and she saw me post something about Fostepco and she was like oh i have one of those dang bro and she took a picture she's like oh that's cool and but but dude sometimes sitting on the shelf or on somebody's body you want it on somebody's body thanks bro and Dude, like, there's like, there's been times I hit fall. Like, hey, man, I need some merch, and he's like, "All right, man, just go to the website. Let me know. I'll, I'll make sure I got all the sizes, and then just come through." And it's it's not uh, it's it's like the stuff that's discounted on the website, and that's fine because it's it's old stock, and you'd rather have somebody wearing the merch exactly, bro, than the merch sitting on the shelf. Like I said, the eyes are catching it, bro. Yeah, I'm good, and I mean, not to put it in a negative way, bro, like. I'm a real entrepreneur, so I know how the business game works. It's kind of like moving dope, dog. Like, when you're really moving dope, you don't just start saying, I got crack here. Give me 75. Yeah. Now you pinch them a little piece, let them smoke that shit for free. You yeah. get them hooked. You putting this merch on their body for free. Now they're hooked. Yeah. They like this shit. So now they're going to come back. You know what exactly. I'm saying? And then, like, Fo did the, if you wear the Fostepco merch to the, was it Rock the Block? Yeah. The free entry. God, and, bro. I mean, that goes... You're like, way. oh man, well I don't have any footstep merch. Well, if you would have bought that shirt that one time, boom, you could have just walked in. Get down with the movement. Come and on, we rolling, baby, we rolling. And Faux puts out quality products. Too. Yes, sir. Like those Oakley buckets. I was like, man. Yes, sir, ski. I was like, man, I want one of those buckets. I just never bought one. You got the black and gray one, gang. You know, <laughs> gotta mix it up. You know, I don't say gotta mix it up, gang. So we talked about the new tape, Soul Food. It, so literally just because of thanksgiving and force feeding after thanksgiving is that where the name came from or? nah bro fucking the whole tape is soulful like i got some shit on there that's like some blues songs i got some shit on there that's just like straight vibing and smoke and i got some shit on there to just make you feel like you around your family at a barbecue type shit like nice. it's like some soulful shit and the whole point of soul food is when you get a thanksgiving plate what's on there soul food a whole bunch of different shit too, huh? Yeah, it is. A, yeah, bunch of different flavors, bunch of different spices, sweet, salt. You know what I'm saying? That's what the tape's like. It's just a whole bunch of different flavors that go together on a perfect plate. All right, so this is the part where we said we were going to deviate between conversation, and I think it's going to go right into the uh, the home life. I want to I want to get into the cooking first though, because we're coming off of everything on the plate, gangers. Bro, like you, you been putting down some meals, man. Thank you. Like, thank you. how do how did this happen? Is this just something you learned growing up, or something you got into over time? So, my mom is a big motherfucking cook. You know what I'm saying? And I always used to help her in the kitchen when I was younger. And I found a real fascination in cooking, bro. Like how you can turn something into something else. You know what I'm saying? Take a raw element and turn it into something that's delicious. Yeah, bro. Yeah. And I took a little bit of culinary school in uh, high school. That in art. 
So I fucked with cooking, bro. I was looking for temp jobs when I got out of high school, and I luckily got onto Arch Staffing, and it put me into the Dallas Cowboys Stadium where I could be a chef. So I was nice. an apprentice for Chef Tony, and Chef Tony is Jerry Jones' personal chef. Oh, for real? Yeah, Damn. bro. So for three years, I was his apprentice chef, like his right-hand man, and then he gave me an um, opportunity to work for the company and him. So I did that for about a year, and he was sending me for all these different events to be head chefs and shit. And yeah, so I was a head chef. I got a certificate. I got nice. my, yeah, bro, food handling bro, need, license. Man, you shit. need to hit the stage with the chef hat on. You know what I'm saying, time. gang? Might get just that, have to go back. Get that full <laughs> step go with the sh- the chef. Oh, we hat. got some shit cooking, bro. <laughs> we got some video shit cooking, bro. Oh, nice. But yeah, yeah. so because like I've seen you, like dude, I, I I grew up never cooking. I mean, I couldn't fucking fry eggs to save my life <laughs> when I was younger. I couldn't do anything. And uh, during my uh, my married life, that's when I really was like, all right, I got I had two, one kid at the time. Then I was like, all right, I can start kind of learning how to cook. Yeah, this, yeah, yeah, do this cooking thing, man. I remember trying to make like baked chicken breast, and then that stuff coming out so bland. And then I remember like, man, why is the center would never cook right? And I was like, bro, what am I doing? I always and, start with the slow cook. A lot of people go into fast cooking. We hungry. I get it. We hungry. <laughs> we want that shit immediately, gang. I feel you. Slow cook will always rise to better and then brings out more flavor. Always, if you're cooking with meat, always have it soaking in liquid seasoning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Either if you're going to do chicken, chicken broth, vegetable broth with some oil, put some seasoning in that butter, have it uh, concealed off a little water, put a pan over that bitch and just let it sit before you start cooking it. Yeah, bro. I've been doing. I, well, I just been doing cheat coat shit. I'll just get a foil pan, put four chicken quarters in there, season the shit out of both sides, and then like there's already the juices inside. Yes, so sir. I just put the foil over, put the oven at about three seventy five, just let it sit in there for a couple hours. Yes, sir. Yes, and sir. And it just keep. It's like a convection. It just keeps cooking and cooking. Yes, sir. And then when I can grab it and it just falls off the bone, it's like it's done. Oh God, bro. <laughs> hey, I also work for a place called Off the Bone, and then. When we cooked over there, if the ribs did not fall off the bone, you got your meal for free. Dang. Yeah, bro. Yeah. 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 Tenderness, gang. <laughs> I, I didn't learn how to. I didn't learn how to cook or anything like that till later in life. But Ain't I found. Wrong with it. I found that it was. It, man, like I really enjoy it. Yeah, bro. It's kind of common, bro. Like. I don't know what it is. Like, it kind of takes you away from real life for a second, you know what I'm saying? And it gives you an appreciation for everything that is brought to you. Like, we're not farmers, bro. We didn't have to Mm -hmm. motherfucking kill this chicken. We didn't have to raise it. We didn't have to. Exactly, bro. You know what I'm saying? Get the crops ready. I can fry a turkey. You goddamn right. I can do it in the oven. I can do it in the convection oven. Gang. And the thing is, though, I can't kill that turkey. No, I can't. I can't. Capitate turkey. I don't don't know. (laughs) I I don't even know where to go look for turkeys that are alive at. (laughs) Shit, bro. I know if you go on the north side, you might just find you (laughs) we need some chicken go get them roosters next door man i'm not lying to you rob Mm -hmm. i seen a whole goddamn uh what's that big ass bird called full where they they stick their head in the dirt ostrich yeah i seen a whole big ass ostrich in the north side bro like we was living in australia but but why i have no maybe the eggs bro have you seen their eggs they're fucking feed like 12 people yeah gigantic dog i I know there was a i know it was a dude in lake worth that used to have like ostriches he had like a mountain lion. See? What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, he had, it was like a, it was like his own little petting zoo in the backyard. I don't and know. I you like, got a mountain lion. I don't know I if I want to pet that. What? Like, why you got a mountain? Where'd you get a mountain lion? That's like no Mike cap. Tyson got tigers. Back That's in the some day. rich shit, though. Yeah, but, but <laughs> <laughs> That's some rich. I feel like once you get rich, bro, you just got so much money, you don't know what to do. I got to wonder how, like, the dude that came up with the first Hangover movie, yeah. how he <laughs> figured out that he could write in Mike Tyson's tigers 
and Mike Tyson into that movie, and it would actually happen. Being like, broke, uh, it was like how how did you get him to? But you but you remember for a while there, Mike Tyson wasn't doing anything. That's what I'm saying. I think he was. I don't I w- I don't want to just say it, but I think he was really at the edge of being bankrupt. You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think Hangover saved that nigga. But and then now he's got the gummies, he's got the vape bars, he's got everything. his podcast too, bro. Yeah. He's getting into the uh, the fucking the boxing training. Yeah, oh god, bro. But I mean, he's I mean he's Mike Tyson. I mean that's the thing. Like I think there was like a negative aspect on him for a long time. Yeah, but I don't know why. Shit, the rape case. He bit a nigga ear off. <laughs> That's two deadly things right there. Shit. Yeah, that's right. But today, hey, he beat it though. So. But I mean, in today, today, like, dude, this cancel culture. You say one thing wrong. We talked about like uh, trigger words before we started this. Yeah. Because like, I mean, dude, there was stuff that we could say when we were kids, and now if you say it, like, oh no, there's no way. You oh can't, God. You can't get. We can't. You can't do that. How do you think about this? You can't see say the R word, but it's okay. It's okay to say nigga. That's wild, right? It's not okay for me to say that. I don't give a fuck personally. <laughs> I grew up in white settlement, bro. Well, I mean, I, I know, like I, like I grew up and I, I did use the word, but like I ain't gonna lie, Dank Eight One Seven was the one that told me. He said, like not to use it. Or no, okay. he told me. He goes, if you're comfortable using it, and from like a seventy five year old black man or black woman, if you're okay saying it Thanks. in front of them, then say it. Bro, how I really live my life by this, bro, and I know it's probably not right because the wrong motherfucker might get like, get like a feeling from it. But I live my life. You gonna if you gonna take that ass whoop and do whatever you gonna do. If you gonna take your punishment, do yeah. it then. You know what I'm saying? Not yeah. saying go do brutal ass shit. Don't harm. Don't hurt women and all that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, if you gonna take your punishment, gang, you might as well you you living for your consequences. So you might yeah. as well go through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, fuck it. If you want to say nigga, say it. I'm going to look in your eyes while you say it. Like, are you a confident motherfucker, bro? Gang. <laughs> or you get punched in the mouth, one or the other. It depends how you say it, bro. Like, no, okay, I've so been I've called had, the I've N-E-R. Had, yeah, you know yeah. What I'm I've had this conversation. Uh, and normally, it's the A and the the E-R. Yeah, or yeah. hard R. Bro, it's, I ain't going to lie. I didn't been called ER, I didn't been called motherfucking coon, I didn't called jigaboo, all that shit. Growing in white stuff, they bully you for being black. Bro, you know what I'm I, was, I was bullied. I ain't gonna lie. There was there was a little black girl when I was in elementary. Yep. She called me a wetback. She loved you. That's what it was. And I was like, <laughs> I, and dude, my dad's white. You met my dad a minute ago. <laughs> and I'm like, and I looked at my friend, my little black friend, Harris. So I was like, bro, am I sweating real bad? <laughs> he's like, he's like, why? I was like, she called me a she called me a wetback, bro. Am I sweating? Like, is it bad? And he was like, "Bro, that's that's like what they call Mexicans that are legal. Like they come over the border." I was like, "Oh, but my dad's white." <laughs> like I didn't understand. Like, it's not process. I didn't oh, understand the racism, and oh, that's God, why. Bro. And like old, old older in life, I used to wear uh, like Vans all the time when yeah. I worked warehouse. And uh, this one guy was like, I'm going to say something, but I don't want you to think that I'm saying something racist. But your shoes are Spicoli shoes. And I was like, you called me a Spick. Oh, you called me a Spick, bro. He said, like, no, 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 no. He was a white dude. He started freaking out. He thought he was going to get fired. He yeah. Talk to H- H- uh, what is it? Uh, HR? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, bro, I'm just messing with you. He's like, bro, you scared me. I thought you were really going to get mad. I thought I was going to get a troll. I was like, nah, man, it's cool. I See, get, look, I, I that, that exactly white person, he, he was willing to take his ass with it. He was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and, he, and he, like, forewarned me, and I still went off. But, it, but it, I mean, it's funny games, but, like, 
there there are people that use words in that negative connotation mm-hmm. like heavy and it's like bro like who hurt you <laughs> yeah and dude like i'm i'm like i'm i'm one person like i'm i'm half white half mexican bro like so one of my jokes like when people would say like dark humor about like the holocaust and stuff yeah or when people would say dark like dark stuff about like because some of my heritage is european Czechoslovakian, and hungarian and all that, oh, that so dope. so when they'll say something like along the lines of like german like german yeah. like hey half of me's offended <laughs> <laughs> and it's like but it's a joke because like dude no one's there's no pure race it doesn't nah, exist bro. like I, we're all and then in 50 years what's what everybody's gonna look like light skin a, like then a yeah, motherfucker bro. you're gonna look puerto rican like either your hair's gonna be straight or curly but straight you're gonna be up. You are you gonna have a pretty skin complexion, bro? Yeah, like, and bro. that's it. That's it. That's the end, end of the story. Straight the fuck up, bro. Like, and I feel like it's more of the older generation that are like false, false training the newer generation, bro. Because I think it's kind of funny when kids from I say ten to thirty try to be racist, bro. Because like, what, what what is the point? Like, yeah. you know, yeah, so I what mean, are you it's, gonna? It's uh, dude, because I'm like I've said, I've never dealt with any. Okay, I've dealt with some racism at some points in my life, like racial profiling by cops and stuff. Yeah. And then maybe like a security guard at the mall thought I stole something. But I'm over here walking around with tall tee, sagging my pants with some house shoes on. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like, I did look suspect. You know, I, on God, I, I, we I put ourselves the- in the element, but that don't mean we do it. <laughs> okay. I, I'd be the first one that I would look at if, if I was a security guard. It was like, yeah, it was probably that guy. Yeah, no cap, bro, because I'm, I'm, I'm pretty fucking friendly. You know what I'm saying? I can be. But people say I look like a thug everywhere I go, but I, I'm pretty sure I'm not a thug. Yeah, <laughs> you know like, what I'm saying? I I, and and that, I mean, it's just the like the the preconceived stuff. Like I think a lot of that in the '90s it was real bad. Oh yeah, bro. but now it's kind of just like uh I I don't really ever feel racism on a daily basis anymore. No. Nah. And like the cops are always gonna mess with me now because the DWI. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Put my license plate in like. Look at that fool. Check it's him. him. <laughs> yeah, it's him. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's the guy. He wasn't swerving, but we should just check just in case he's going to swerve. Yeah, let's, let's make sure. Let's make sure he's good. Fags. So, I mean, that's another reason I, I just feel like I'm not going to go back to drinking. Because what if I have like a late night out? I'm at a show. I have a, a late date or something and I'm, I'm riding home at 1230. They're definitely going to pull me over. If I'm texting and driving or something, then yeah, I as look. soon as they see that fucking oh, license plate, right? Oh god, oh, bro. They're gonna. Oh, there we go. Uh, just the little is it? No cap, bro. All right, man. So three kids. How old are your kids? So I got four, two, one. Ooh. Yeah, we That's youngins. A- <laughs> we youngins, gang. Yeah, man. I could. <laughs> dude, I can't fathom that, bro. Man, wow. But at least they can all watch the same shows, kind of. Yeah, they're in tune, bro. And I kinda. I want I want seven kids, bro, but I wanted them later. <laughs> but you know, God works in mysterious ways. You know what I'm saying? But uh, I always wanted them in a closer range, but I was thinking three to four because I want a baseball team, bro. Like I I wanted to coach a baseball team, bro. I got a friend that like, has this is eight my baseball brothers. team. I don't need Gang. nobody else to sign up. Fags, <laughs> like, bro. We all here. I literally I got a friend that got eight brothers, bro, and like they were all around the same age. So when we played baseball. It was just two other people on their team. Yeah. And then, then all the brothers, bro. So yeah. we were all in sync. It was like a family. Yeah. Oh, God, bro. I love that shit, fool. No, nah, mine are... My oldest son's about to be 15 in February. Nice. Oliver's eight. And then Kane's three. Hell yeah. So... Spread out. Yeah. And then 
Troy will be in the room playing PlayStation. Oliver will be on a Switch or outside maybe or on a VR. And Kane, Dad, I want to watch Paw Patrol. Dad, I need bubble guppies. Yeah, I'm like, man, I ain't gonna watch that stuff no more. Bro. No god, bro. Let's watch scary videos. We didn't already seen every episode like ten I, times. I know I have, bro, because because <laughs> I got them on demand on Sling, and it's like, man, we don't watch all of these, bro. When they get to the point where you start uh, sit like talking the words before they say it starts, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, you didn't watch it too many times, guys. Yeah, I know. I was like, I already know how this ends. Oh god, bro. Oh, oh, watch God. Paw Patrols. Oh, that mayor with the cats. They That's watch their... Bluey. Uh, no, we they. I think Oliver watched some of Bluey, but Kane's never seen Bluey. I don't think. Oh my God, that show! God damn it, bro. No, we but we like stuck on Minions, Puss in Boots. <sighs> oh my uh, Jesus, yes, yeah, food. dude. Like we'll watch, we'll watch those kids show. Like, like, and I, I'm I'm always for the Shrek lineup. Anything that Shrek puts out because like those old the old Shrek movies, yeah, the original us. ones. That's... Like, but when as I got older, I was like, oh, these have uh, some adult humor. Yeah, facts, these, bro. Some sexual innuendos these kids facts. are picking up on. Like, dude, when... <laughs> Pixar and Disney do that. But Lord Farquaad was sitting there in uh, in the bed. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Show me the fair. Show me the princess. Oh, and God. And he, like, whips with the blanket. <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> God, like, bro. Bro, this is, for, this is a kid's show? Like, this fool's over here looking at his boner right now. Bro, there's so <laughs> much dark shit that goes on in kid shows that you don't understand until you get older, bro. Like, this isn't, like, as, like, noticeable. I was watching uh, Hercules, the show with my, my mm-hmm. son the other day. I'm blitz, bro. I'm fucking blitz. I'm sitting there, bro, and I'm watching this shit. And I'm like, damn, there's a lot of sixes in this hub, bro. And then I start paying attention. Everywhere we go on the ground, six 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 in the yeah. sky, six six six. The ocean water that makes waves, six six six. I'm like, holy shit, bro. This show's evil as fuck. <laughs> But it's just like, well, I mean, and it's already in mass production. Everyone's already seen it. And Disney knows, bro. They know. They Shit, if purpose. you look at their Disney, bro, the D like that, it crosses over as a six. The mm-hmm. I, it crosses like a six at the top, bro. I'm about to get a Disney tattoo, bro. Six, 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 <laughs> game. Reverse and just say some juice war shit. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Bro, I was uh, someone started someone put that movie Armageddon with Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. the other day, and I did not remember the beginning of that movie is, it's the year of the beast, oh, nineteen ninety nine, flipped upside down is six 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 one, which means now I'm like, what the fuck yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like y'all taking stretching shit, bro? Yeah, dude. Stretching shit, bro. And then, and then Disney's over here blatantly. Let's throw some sixes up. Yeah, just gonna put them everywhere. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They don't notice them. They're just swirls. Oh god, bro. <laughs> That's, that's a swirl in the sky. That shit is fucking wild, dog. But yeah, so so what's your normal day look like? Because I know, so you got three kids, work, studio session some days. Like, when do you write, bro? I write every day. Every I try day. to write two songs a day. Yeah. Even if I don't have a beat, bro, I am uh, try to at least write 12 bars. And then if uh, someone sends me a beat, I play the matchup game or like just reconstruct my words. Yeah. But I try to write every single day, bro, no matter what. I get most of my writing done. My best songs that I write are at work. Yeah. I swear to God, bro. When get I'm supposed to be to working. <laughs> oh, God. Sometimes like, you got to get paid. Like, I don't know, dude. I used to I used to cut and edit video at work, too, on the clock. Oh, mm-hmm. God. I'm over there looking like I'm working under the dash of a car. And I'm like, oh, I'll splice this one. Yeah, yeah. Edit this Put one. Put this transition right here. It's like, yeah, that looks good. Oh, my God. boss like, how's it going over there? Oh, it's going great, man. I'm going to be done in a minute. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, it's going real good. <laughs> <laughs> so you see these transitions going. 
but it, dude is uh, i think everyone kind of does that and it doesn't help with computers iphones Fads, ipads man. you can be at work and like oh we have an ipad to look at cars now we write all of our stuff up yeah on iPad. so electronic bro and it's like are you looking at yep yeah, i'm looking at my views on youtube right now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. answering emails and oh god bro i do inventory at my job so fucking 80 percent of it is on a computer dog so yeah, I mean, i'm doing fucking emailing uploading all yep. my music on stream you know what i'm saying and Thanks, that, that's uh i think i think all businesses well my job we can't use certain computers because if you download or upload anything, it hard saves the files, and then yep. there's no we don't have administrator access, so you can't delete anything. It just holds it on there. I was like, ah, so I have to go into the file, clear the file, oh god, delete, bro, delete everything, and it's restart just, the computer. It's just it's just a black screen with no audio yep. when you press play on the file. But it's it, it it took me a while to figure that out. So I, I'm I try fucking, not to do that no more. I got a, a blessed job, bro, because the fucking what we run our uh, our fucking program on, it's under Chrome. So we have to use Chrome. If we shut down any fucking Wi-Fi that we can't get, we can't do any inventory work. Mm-hmm. So we're, we have free access to anything on the internet. <laughs> oh, God. And then I got my own personal computer, so. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Watch anime like a hoe. <laughs> but nah, bro. My day, I say I try to wake up around anywhere from 8 to 11. Make the kids breakfast. I go to work at three. I try to like either getting. I try to get in a good mind state before I go to work, bro. No one wants to go to work, you know, tired, pissed off. So I try to always uh, start some music, find the process of finding beats, get something going to where I know I have something to do at work while I'm working, mm-hmm. and folk put me in that mindset too, like Multi- always multitasking. Yeah, yeah, bro. So then when I get to work, I already know. All right, I got these three beats fucking kid splinter or dj v sent whatever it is you know foe whatever and i get to you know plotting ideas the music process and i'll try to make a hook at work sometimes but the flow's there bro i might finish the song in like 30 minutes to be honest but you know what i'm saying it just depends how it goes and then when i get home i try to go to the studio at least two to three times a week yeah so shoot to the studio probably from 11 30 to maybe two in the morning if the kids are still up, pretty God that they're not. You know what I'm saying? Chill with the wife for a little bit, go to bed, restart the process. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you don't have any in school yet, do you? Nope. Next. AJ starts school. This year. Yep. Six months. Being pre-K. That's one out the door. I know. I'm waiting. That's when the, my baby will be four in March. He'll start pre-K this year. Yeah. I'm waiting for that daycare money to come. Bro, I dropped seven twenty a month in daycare. Bro, daycare fees are fucking ridiculous, bro. I did daycare for a little bit with AJ when I just had my first one, and it was like 200 a week, bro. And then when we had Athena and my second child, we did it for a little bit, but my girl wasn't really working at the time because of a leave and shit, and she wasn't getting her checks right. And it was like four, a little bit over 400 bucks, bro. And I was like, nigga, rent already nine. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I'm like, nah, we got to cut back. We got to figure something out. Yeah. yeah I mean, <clears throat> I remember, I think my worst year ever with daycare, I got my little tax return paperwork. Yeah. And I had spent uh, $13,500 oh on daycare that year. But that was two kids in daycare. That was like after school pickup and then full day for the one of the other ones. Bro, that's still a lot of fucking money. I, don't I care. know, bro. That's like. <laughs> That's like a used a couple used cars. <laughs> no cap, bro. If you put it like this, that's a that's a ten percent of what most people make a year. Yeah, you know what and I'm saying. And at that time, bro? that Out was like check. that was probably like 
that was like 20% on what I was making at that time. See, bro, like, it's fucking ridiculous. And I understand it. They have a lot of responsibilities, too. But a lot of daycares aren't making sure that they're doing their proper. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Dude, we had daycare nightmares. We had one daycare. They just had the baby's head on the thing. See? Hold the bottle. It was like, he was out that daycare real quick. What the fuck are we paying all this money for? You know what <laughs> exactly. I'm saying? But... But that was always because we we've always used one daycare. Once the kids hit one, they they've all been in the same daycare, and we know the the head lady there. She's always taking care of us. She's always she works like if hey man, money's kind of tight. Can I get like an extension on the yeah week? yeah? She's like yeah, I got you. Don't worry about it. Let's just pay pay me when you can. Love on God, bro. And, and I never let that lady. Um, I never not pay her. On God, bro. <laughs> people like that, bro. You gotta you gotta treat them right, bro. Because a lot of people they're money hungry. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They don't give a fuck about these kids. Yeah. Even school-wise, bro, they don't give a fuck about their yeah. education. So when you got people that are really here for the betterment of your child, yeah, treat them people right. And then, like, man, my uh, my middle son, he got he has an abscess tooth right now. I had to gonna get have a tooth pulled next week, and I was like, he missed a field trip yesterday at school. Oh damn! And but you know, some people like you just I didn't know he was gonna miss the field trip, dude. My head, I have so many things going on. Yeah, I'm not concerned if I paid for it and I bought the T-shirt and I sent you your money for lunch. It's it's out of my mind. Have fun. I, I don't remember what day that facts, is. Facts, facts. And she texts. She, I got a phone call in the morning from a number I didn't recognize. I had a voicemail. It was his teacher. She was like, is Oliver going to make it today? We have the field trip, and we're just trying to make sure that he gets here before we leave. Yeah. And I was like, he missed yesterday because he has an abscessed tooth, and the dentist said he's like no physical activity right now until he gets it pulled, and he's on antibiotics. She's like, oh, that sucks. What a bummer. Sorry, I hope he gets to feeling better. And it was like this this lady, she could have just not said anything at yeah, all. Yeah, bro, like <laughs> and I was like, dang, man, there is some good teachers out there, man. So thanks, shout bro. out to them good teachers. Thanks, bro. Because a lot of people wouldn't even call to make sure. You know what I'm saying? You're here, fuck it. Who cares? Oh God, bro. Where'd uh, where'd they go? Uh I think they went to the museum. Dude, I have no I wanna say the museum, but I have no fucking clue. Like that could be wrong, but I'll have to take him to make it up to him and take him to the museum. I know, I know, I know little brother was sad. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think he noticed yet. I think when he goes back to school, he's going to be like. When everybody hey. starts talking about it. He's going to be mad. So I'm going to have to take him up there. Okay. <laughs> it's just one of them things, man. All right, Fucking so, life. <laughs> so let's get into. Uh, man, we kind of already talked about work, music, and entrepreneurship. On your entrepreneurship side, what else are you doing besides just the music and then working on the merch? And so, fucking, I'm actually working on a whole group. Like, so it's called Slug Mafia. I got a lot of slugs under me. I let them kind of roam and do their free work, free range. And it's not just with music, bro. Like, I got, I got people that are actually starting to try to open businesses under slugs. People that are like my homeboy Marshall, bro. He does a um, car retail dealerships and shit like that. And I've been trying to, all last year, I was trying to get him to take his, because um, he loves Mustangs, bro. And he loves taking pictures and videos of them. I was like, man, you should take this shit more serious, bro. Yeah. And, well, his shit ended up getting turned into a business page to where, you know, like, he actually does promo for, like, famous people with cars and got, yeah. like, 20,000, 30,000 followers now and shit. Uh, yeah, dude. And he puts it on the slug. So every time he does a promo, he'll put my music on there. Nice. And, you know what I'm saying? Dude, so, that's one of the things, like, building a network and building a group of okay. people around that are that are in different lanes, that are in different areas that can help you cross-promote. Like, oh, I'll, sh I'll shout out Elton, uh, Joe Paris's manager. Because Elton, I only we we shot a video for Kai Woods at uh, at Chisholm Trail Skate Park. Yeah, and I hit up Elton. That I was, was nice. like, "Hey man, we're gonna we're gonna do a video out there that day." 
and that's his home park. That's where him. That's where he always he's always at. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, we're gonna be out there that day. Can you kind of let some people know? He was like, I'll let everybody know. I'll be out here. Okay. And then we show up, and like all the skaters in that video are at that park on a weekly basis. <laughs> like it wasn't like a bunch of random dudes that I don't have any connections to. I'll never see again. Like yeah. when I go to the park, they say, Hey, what's up, Rob? Hey, what's up, man? And then that's why, like on the turnaround, like when Elton has an event, that's why I post his events. Because when I, when I needed something, he didn't have to do anything. Facts, facts. And when I reached out and he was, and then I told him, I was like, bro, I want to do a podcast with you. And he was like, let's do it at the park. And I was oh, like, God. bet bro. Like that works. Like I had, no, ain't nobody shot a podcast at a skate oh, park. Oh God, bro! Not anybody in our circle. So I was like, "Yeah, man, I'll do. Let's do it." So we went out there, and uh, but anytime he has something he he wants to roll, he wants to get going. I'm like, I'm always there. Like, bro, I show up out there. I take drinks out there, and I don't even know if people drink them. But then when I talk, I'm like, "Hey, uh, hey, Don, I brought this watermelon. I almost cut my finger off cutting it. <laughs> but, like I cleaned up before. There's no blood on the watermelon." He's like, "Bet, bro, I, you want me to get rid of it?" And I was like. Are you going to give it out? He's like, yeah. He comes back like 45 seconds later. He's like, it's all gone, bro. And, that, and, that's, and that's all it is. Like Love, when bro. they put on their events, when they do. And then uh, uh, there's another dude that shows up out there, uh, Maniacs for Life. Dude, like I talk that's about mental health and name. stuff. and But it's Maniacs important. for Life, this dude is like legitimately, all he talks about is like suicide prevention, like people in those rough spots in their lives. That's his platform. That's what he promotes. That's the merch he puts out. Hey, like, yeah. that's his full on message. I think this podcast has just turned into the shit that I do to keep myself in a better mental sp space. Like, bro, I'm a grown man that watches wrestling every Friday and Monday night. Fuck like, it. <laughs> fuck it. It's, you got it, bro. I don't give a fuck how old you are. You got to stay in, uh, in tune to that child that's yeah, inside, bro. Dude, like, that's like wrestling was the biggest thing of my childhood that gang. I always take away. I transitioned from schools from third to fourth grade. And when I went to this new school, everyone at that school watched wrestling. Gang. And I was still talking about Power Rangers. And I was like, wait, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's who's uh, The Undertaker? Oh, God. Uh, who stole Cold Steve Austin? What, what am I doing here? Like, I need to figure out what these guys are watching. I was like, uh. And then I get home. Going, We had cable at that time. And we go on to the guide on cable. What is this WWF thing? This okay, it comes on at seven. Okay, bro, the good WWF days, gang. So I had to be. I was there watching, and I remember, dude. I remember. You know, you you feel like you're trying to be like fit in, yeah. and you really don't know about something. Like I was like, yeah, did y'all see the Undertaker? <laughs> oh god, did y'all see the Undertaker in Club? <laughs> trying to overzeal it. Yeah, I said, I said Club, and that one kid looked at me side eye like, you mean Kane? And I was like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I messed up. My bad. And I was like, dang. <laughs> I was like, new rule. Don't talk about it till you know about it. Yeah. Like, trying, to, trying to give yourself, like, I'm trying to be, a, I'm trying to fit in with these people. Yeah. And then, like, just from trying to fit in, like, wrestling has taken, like, a front seat for probably, like, my, of most of my childhood from like fourth grade, dude, I was still watching wrestling in high school, like, talking on the phone to a girl. <laughs> oh, God, bro. What's John Cena doing? Oh, there fucking, you go. Uh, well, what was his name, bro? Uh, Daniel fucking... Yes, yes. Oh, Daniel Bryan? Yes, yeah. bro. Yes, God. Bro. I didn't like the change up, bro. I kind of started falling out when it kind of got getting soft around like 2015. They ha Well, I mean, a lot of it was like they can't show blood on regular TV anymore. But aren't they bringing it back? I, they're doing it some... 
on some pay-per-views and occasionally there's some blood here and there. They really cleaned up the language a lot since the Attitude Era in the 90s. Yeah. Like they don't they really don't drop the F bomb very often and it's it's not the same, but like I I still enjoy the storylines and when people are like, "Oh, wrestling's fake." It's like, "Bro, it is scripted. Wrestling is scripted. They know who's going to win." They generally know the spots that they're going to do, but you cannot tell me that mankind being thrown off that 30-foot cell onto that crappy-ass table <laughs> did not hurt that man. Bro, that <laughs> shit looked like it hurt, bro, on God. And he had that goddamn tight-ass mask on, bro. <laughs> this uh, Undertaker said afterwards, he was like, I just I just got to the riff. He was like, is he alive? <laughs> That's all he said. Like, under his breath, is he alive? He's like, yeah. He's, he's He said he's good. He's like, Really? But dude, any normal man. Do you man, think they practice that move? Dude, I don't think I don't I don't know how you practice that. That's what I'm saying. Like, like I think I think they probably geez. they were on a platform and they probably threw him onto like a mat. a mattress or okay. a mat something kind of something similar to that effect. Like, all right, take this about ten times to tell me how you feel. Yeah, and then they'll probably go up a level and they'll go up a level. There's there's got to be some kind of in practicing involved. That's bro, cause throwing a nigga off a thirty foot fucking cage, bro, <laughs> and not even just throwing him off, you choke slam the motherfucker, yeah. bro. You know what Dude, I'm they, saying? They, when they went through the cage, I oh my god, some of those high spots, it's like, bro, I don't care what you say. You can say it's fake, but I'm gonna tell you right now, The Bachelor's fake. All those reality fucking TV. That's just not real. Yeah, bro. Are those Kardashians people, are those people married now? Are those pe- all those people on those oh, TV God, shows, bro. are they still together? Or was everybody just chasing a check? Preaching you these false morals and shit. Yeah. And dude, everything's a, everything on some level is a, it's a work. Because you sit there and you look at, you look at like, a, what is that, Jersey Shore show? Yep. All those people have their own brands now. Mm-hmm. Like that girl Snooki has her hair color line and her beauty line. You have the Every, makeup line. Everybody's got something. Everybody's and Hollywood out, everybody's is fucking clothing line. They're always trying to make you make something out of nothing. Facts, bro. And like making the band. None of those dudes on that show making the band. Made I haven't it. seen that one. Is it good? No, making the the, the P Diddy one from back in the day. Okay, okay. With the who's they told that one dude Dave Chappelle made that bit about it about that dude Dylon. Like, I don't think I've seen that shit, bro. Dude, there was there was a rapper named Choppa. I know there was Dylon, but there was like it was supposed to be like it was supposed to be like a super band. Yeah, that Diddy was building these talents up to. Huh. But Dave Chappelle made a skit about it because the one rapper on there's name was Dylon. I want to say he was Jamaican or uh, of Haitian descent. And they asked who, who's the best rap- the top five rappers, and that dude Dylon goes Dylon, 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 <laughs> and Dylon. Gangers! But that's but dude, that's that's the rapper response. Yeah, like, thanks, bro. If you don't think that you're that guy, then on some level you got to know, like, no, I'm good enough to do this, bro. And- you wouldn't believe how much shade I get when I post. Oh yeah, I'm gonna replace J Cole. Like, I get a lot of shade on that shit, bro. Like, no, you can't replace J. Cole. No, bro. You, you're stupid as fuck. Like, nah, dog. I'm going to replace J. Cole. At the end of the day, though, it's like, bro, one th- w- the, the belief that you have to have in yourself to do this anyways, bro, you have to look at how many people are trying to make it. Facts. And if if you if you really sit there and you look like I don't think I can make it, then stop doing it. Facts, bro. Like, you have to be semi-insane on no. pa- on pa- to look at to look at paper and be like, yeah, somebody's gonna fucking feel this. You facts, I'm, bro. Literally, I'm this out and I'm gonna make it. You you have to be on some level of like, yeah, I'm crazy enough to believe this. 
And that's what it's about, bro. And, and it's also about, hey, watch me. Yo, God, bro. And and even hey, if all the haysayers, fuck it. Yeah. God, we're gonna go. And then the and the other thing is they're noticing. They notice that you said something. So oh no, I have now now they have to make a point to say something. And it's and all it is is, all right, bro, I'll show you. And hey, I'm still gonna keep doing this regardless of Facts. what you think. Like if I get up and wake up and say I don't want to do this anymore, that's the only person that's gonna stop me. Like someone telling me, no, you shouldn't do this anymore. Hey, bro. Well, appreciate the support. Like and subscribe and uh, share my shit, or or just share it and then talk shit at the bottom. That's cool too. Oh God, but you still viewed the motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, like we here for views, bro. Like we're trying to get. Like, did you see fucking uh uh fucking God damn it for uh the Easy E movie? I don't think Ghetto I Boys or not Ghetto Boys. I don't know. I don't think I watched that movie, bro. But the in the middle of the movie, they were burning all their CDs and shit, and they were kind of getting p- pissed. Easy E goes, "Well, fuck it. They had to buy the motherfucker to yeah, burn it." You yeah. know what I'm saying? It, that's, it don't matter. Like, that's on some level. If I'm making money off of you, you're paying attention to me. That was the point. Fags, bro. I don't give a fuck if you hate it or not. <laughs> yeah, and the, and the other thing is, dude, there's people that don't like J Cole. Yeah, a lot of people that don't like J. Cole, there's especially pe- in this era. Th- there's people that don't like Drake. And Drake is honestly, like a lot of people, the new album, everybody's like, oh, no, I don't like it. Oh, he's not the greatest of all time. He's not this. Bro, he's literally doing things that if anyone else did it, oh, they'd be the greatest of all time. Facts, bro. He can put out whatever he wants, and he's going to make money. Why do you think people hate on Drake so much? Because they want to be Drake. I can see that. I can honestly see that. Mad at the bitches, he get the money. Yeah, and then like the Joe Budden and there were all the beef and whatever, the back and forth. And it's like, bro, at the end of the day, I'm a podcaster. Joe Budden's a podcaster. He's on a much bigger platform because he had a following before yeah, he yeah. started. Like if you start anything with a following, then yeah, you're going to do better. You had a build up already. Yeah, you already had somebody in your corner. You already had a bunch of people supporting you. So, yeah, you're going to do better. Facts, facts. But if Joe Budden started as a podcaster Today? and never rapped, and nobody would pay attention. Nah, bro, especially not how the way he acts. You know what I'm bro, saying, imagine bro? if Drake started a podcast. That shit's going to boom. <laughs> and honestly, bro, in my opinion, I'm not the biggest Drake fan. I give props to the man, bro, because I, I give anybody props to their hard work. You know what I'm yeah. saying? To the dedication. But I really feel like if Drake never rapped and started a podcast, he would be good. Yeah, he has that. It, it's that charisma. It's his energy. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like he's a pleaser. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Joe Button's not a pleaser. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So I like, mean, uh, most of his takes are controversial to what everybody else thinks. Facts. And I mean, it is what it is. It's it's cool. Whatever. Be your own thing, but yeah. you know, have you have some real life topics that are coming like just organic from and, yourself? And, and I think they might actually have those. I just don't think anyone cares about them. That could also be true, bro. <laughs> like, we talk about real stuff on here, too. It's like, oh, y'all do. Like, we just like y'all just talk shit about other rappers. Like, I, that's all they pay attention to. Exactly. And that's, I mean, that's how you're getting your views. That's how, that's how you're getting people to stay interested. But it's fucked up that the world <laughs> is only feeding off of negativity, bro. Oh, yeah, like, dude. Dude, you know, dude, it's ridiculous. I have so many people that I, that I interact with on probably a weekly basis that I feel like I'm the positivity in their life. And I'm like... There's no way this can be true. <laughs> it's like, nah, I, I can't be the I can't be the positive note. And then like, but everybody's going through some shit. Yep. And not everybody wants to talk about it, and that's cool. But you, everybody needs somebody to talk to about. Yes, it. sir. Yes, sir. And I and I found myself well 
fucking name of a podcast facing and embracing demons it kind of it kind of fucking yeah someone's gonna talk to me about some shit some real shit when i put all my shit out there oh god bro and that's all and you kind of hope for it i know it's hard to talk about especially for men i feel like it's a lot harder you know what i'm saying but you gotta have at least one person like when trop said he was having a baby bro like i told him fuck the music fuck everything that's going on bro if you ever just need someone you want to talk to and i I don't mean i ain't got to give you an answer if you just need me to shut the fuck up and be a listening ear for two hours call me bro because i know what it's like to be to be a a young dad coming into shit when you got a dream and you got an ambition and you know what i'm saying like you just need someone to be like yeah you got that shit gang keep going yeah you know what i'm saying so and dude, that's one of the things that when I watch your stories and I listen to the music and I see you posting at work, like, bro, you're doing, you're chasing the dream, you're being a dad, you're providing, like you're doing all aspects of it. Take it and take there's it. a there's a lot of people that they they pull back from the music, they don't want to chase it anymore. They're like, I'm, I want to settle down a little bit. And there's other people that don't take care of their responsibilities. Yeah, they neglect the family for the dream. For the dream. And then there's other people that, like, they do everything but the job. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so I have to say, I have to applaud you on that, that you're doing all aspects. Like, dude, when you made that that that. post of of your son's birthday, I was like, man, you out here a family man in there, bro. Like, I appreciate that. Y'all got Super Mario out here. You're on the go-karts. Like, you're you're full-fledged in. Like, not. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The thing is, that was a birthday post. And then if you watch your stories, you're at the house with the kids playing. You're, you got you got the cartoons on the TV, and the kids are in the living room. Man, you got the, I remember you po- posted that, like, what is it, a bouncing swing or something yep. that you had in the house? And I was like, yeah, man, he's doing it. Like, And that's one thing, like, a lot of people don't look at that aspect of, uh, dude, this is something big. You're about to drop a mixtape, but you've also been being a dad, a full-time job. Dude, that's not, it's not in the cards for a lot of people anymore. Like, Facts, bro. Like, me, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky enough to get to turn mine on and off. So when I have my kids, it's like full dad mode. Like, the troops here, there's four, the, me and my three kids, all my boys. Like, we always got to get, we, we do church on Sunday. And then usually football comes up, football season right now. If there's a wrestling pay-per-view, that's what we're doing on Saturday. Yes, sir. Friday night, I'm usually meal prepping, or I'm, we'll make dinner, cartoons, movie, yes, something sir, that night. But it's like trying to get out, do do a couple of things on the weekend because when they're with, it's school year. So during the week, I get off at six. I'm here. It's dinner, maybe some cartoons, YouTube, and then it's bedtime. Yeah. So, but then when they go back with their mom, that switch is off. I have to take care of everything. I have to get taken care of in the next seven days. Yep. Because, like, I had a meeting last night, had this podcast today, side work later today, tomorrow another podcast, Taco Truck Review, Monday, I don't know what I have, I have, but I have four nights out of this week, I got another meeting on Thursday. So I got three nights where I really don't have to do anything, Yeah. but more than likely one of those would be cutting edit video, uh, laundry, stuff around the house. Oh, God. Like, it's just that, that normal hustle and bustle. Like, and honestly, dude, after DWI, that's what keeps me, like, focused. Going, yeah. Like, have a plan, have shit lined out. Like, I'm already planning, I'm going to do, I'm going to go to uh, Cicada on Black Friday for uh, that girl. She's associated with Trend, uh, Amanda Victoria. I've heard of her. I went to go, I went to uh, 
Lou Charles did that show, the Amplify 817 event, and uh, and Foe works sound. Man, Foe be popping up everywhere, bro. I swear like, to God, He's working dog. sound as many spots as he can get I in. I swear to God. And you know, more power to him, man. Pop out, learn it, learn all you can. Yes, get sir. paid for what you know how to yes, do. Yes, sir. Like, that's and you're what you're putting your name in. You get to put... Get to put your uh, name in their ear also for like future events. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because that nigga foe don't like working for people. But <laughs> trust me, that nigga's a straight up boss. Yeah, you but at the same saying? time, if you have a skill and you know what you're doing, go out there and do it and get Actual paid factuals. for it. Actual factuals, bro. That's just because you could be at the house chilling on a day off, or you could be out working, getting paid, and he don't sleep right either. Yeah. So he's out and about anyway. If he's not riding his bike, then he's I'm working, you, bro. Don't so that that's that's why we get along so much too, bro. Because we're such freaks to this shit, bro. Like, yeah. Oh God, like I, if he's in, I'm Yang. I swear to God, bro. Like, cause he'll be he'll be out one or two in the morning. That's when he fucked up his collarbone and shit. And mm-hmm. then he's oh, I'm getting better, and he's back on the bike. Yeah. And, he doesn't he doesn't rest, bro. He doesn't give his his body any time to rest. And I'm not gonna say that the rest that he does get, he's learned his body has prepared it. <laughs> itself to that's enough yeah you know what i'm saying and oh, over to, you sat down for an hour and a half okay we're good yep. for 36 hours oh god bro and he's <laughs> literally in the last year and a half put me in that same fucking mindset and i already had like how you said with the kids and all this shit i kind of had the mindset there but when it applied with the music i was like all right yeah fuck it i can go with four hours of sleep if we're really gonna do this shit yeah. you know what i'm saying like oh well, god well, the thing is when you have something to do like i like last night i was like so i recorded smackdown because i had a meeting I went, I had to do some grocery shopping, got back here, put all my stuff up, just chilled out for a minute, started watching wrestling, and I was like, this is recorded. I can watch this tomorrow night. I don't have to watch it right now. You know you're going to be tired when and you get like, old, God. And then I woke up, and I was like, man, I got to run to Walmart. I, that's when I messaged you. I was like, all right, he's going to be here. I got the podcast. Podcast over. I got to go pull that dash on that truck. I was like, okay. All right, all right, cool. And then okay. in, in my head, I've programmed about 4, 35 o'clock today. I'm free. I do a couple loads of laundry, finish watching wrestling. Maybe I'll go out a little bit tonight, go grab some food or something. It's like, okay, cool. But, like, in my head, I have to have, like, just like when you're on a diet, you got that cheat meal coming yep. up. In my head, I got that me time coming up. Facts. Like, if you don't have that time programmed in, and then you got all this schedule to go out, and then you're just balls to the wall all the time. you be drained as fuck, dog. So, I know. It's like, tonight, I can go to bed early if I want. Or I could stay up till two. Gang, <laughs> yes, sir. But, but as long as you got it programmed, I think that helps. That helps me with my scheduling a lot. Yes, sir. And then being able to flip on and off when I got the kids, when I don't got the kids. And mm. another thing that I uh, started doing for you know other people out there that are trying to you know do what we're doing, and you got got the kids. I heavily involved them. Like my son was supposed to be here today, but he didn't wake up from at the Juice podcast. He was there with us at that one too, yeah. talking on the microphone. You know what I'm saying? Niggas in the studio with me. He's on stage with me. My daughters are with me. So like I, I heavily involved them with everything that uh, I'm doing. So. When they get to that age, bro, they're going to see, like, okay, dad worked, dad took care of the family, and he had his dream, never gave up just because he had kids. Exactly. So it makes it a lot harder for them to say, I can give up on whatever the fuck I want. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's the main um, drive that I put in my head. If I give up now, my kids are at that age of where they've seen enough of me doing this shit. So they're going to know that dad quit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My son's going to ask, dad, why aren't you making music? Exactly. Why aren't yeah. we going to Uncle Foe's to go record a song? You yep. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm no, all that all that adds up, dude. Like I made I know I made an Instagram reel one time with just it was just pictures of my kids. And it was the reason I do everything that I do. 
Beautiful. Like, that, that's they're, they're the reason. Like, if my kids, dude, I had talked about a podcast probably for like 10 years, and it was just talk. And then when it came time, I told my cousin, I need, I needed, a, I needed an outlet. And mm-hmm. it just started me and my cousin kill, killing a six pack. Talking yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. And then it was like, no, nah, I, I kind of really enjoy doing this. Like, it's fun talking and recording and the editing. You start learning how to do all this other stuff. And then it was like, all right. And then I was like, okay, do I invest in the equipment? Shout out to my moms for letting me uh, convert part of her living room to my studio. Shout out Mama Dukes. <laughs> you know what I'm but saying? That's, dude, I mean, that's... If it wasn't for people, that, and then like different people, like Dennis is one that told me, oh, dude, you need to look into this interface or you need to look into how you're editing. And then Johnny from the Rap Podcast was like, yeah, dude, you need to get your stuff on uh, Apple Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Like, don't just have it on YouTube because people who just want to listen to audio will never watch mm-hmm. it. And I was like, all right, if someone, if people are giving me tips and pointers how to do this, and then like I finally started a TikTok like, I had not had a TikTok, and I was like, all right. But for whatever reason, with the combination of adding a new co-host and adding TikTok, my Spotify impressions went up mm-hmm. to, like, 150 impressions Gang. in, like, 10 days. And I was like, oh, man, I should have been doing this sooner. <laughs> but you you got to live and learn and adjust and yes, adapt. And, and that's the beauty of networking, too, bro. You have the right people that have been uh, doing this profession a little longer, so they can yeah. give you everything that they might have missed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's it's shit on all aspects, bro, no matter what you do, bro. Like, never never be afraid to take take um, take someone else's advice. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You don't got to listen to it, but take it in. Let it yeah. sit and pick what you can from it. Exactly. I'm good. Straight the fuck up, bro. All right, man. I think we're I think we're ready to wrap this up, man. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Shit, Soul Food November twenty seventh might be out by the time this is out. If not, go listen to it again when y'all see this beautiful motherfucking podcast. Gotta give you a motherfucking appreciation, my nigga. I've been trying to get on this hoe for a long time, but like I said, I and, wanted and to now sure I, I had something for you. I can officially say that I've had all three members of the Full Step Co. Collective gangers. I've. Yeah, all of, all of y'all have been on the Fed show. Yes, sir. But yeah, man, I appreciate you coming through. This was fun. Hell yeah! And uh, th- on it, this is our real, our first real conversation that lasted more than probably like four and a half minutes. <laughs> yup. <laughs> so it was good, and then and that's these these always make for the best interviews because it's like we don't know a whole lot exactly, about exactly. So we get to build it up. Yeah. You know so what we're saying? like we're we're learning as we're going. Exactly, gang. But uh, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, this this will be up before the twenty seventh. For sure. And uh yeah guys, y'all uh go check out Slug D Lo. You're on all platforms, right? Yes, Sarski Double Oski Broski. And uh, the Instagram, Slug D Lo. Yes, Sarski. And I'll I'll tag him in the stuff. But uh y'all stay fed. Stay fed, gang. Eh?